0: Thanks again for listening. I hope this broadcast will make an impact on your life so that you'll never look at your workplace the same again. Let's get to today's show. You've tuned into The Fastest One Hour in Christian Talk Radio. You know, we always ask ourselves this question. Boy, I wish I had a little help of introducing the topic of Jesus to my pre-Christian friends, to my non-Christ-following friends. We're always asking those questions. How do we get this done? You know, and I work for him every day. We try to equip you and, and, and let you know of people that are out there looking to come alongside you to help you and me be more effective in our mission field. Because remember, your workplace, it's your mission field. And in that mission field, you and me may be the only Jesus our coworkers and employees may ever meet. Romans 12.2 talks about the paradigm shift that it takes. Don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. But you're asking, but Jim, you say that all the time. I need some help. That's what today's show is all about. We've got Sean Dunn joining us today from JesusCares.com and talking about how they are orchestrating right now, raising a quarter of a million dollars to do a media blitz campaign all over Tampa Bay, to let our friends, our neighbors know that Jesus cares. Sean Dunn, welcome back to I Work For Him. Thanks, Jim. Good to be here. You know, the last time we were on, we kind of crammed you into half of a show. We didn't give it justice, and since then, you've been back in Tampa talking with some people about really getting this done. I'm so excited to hear what's going on with the Jesus Cares campaign, but before we do, as I always do on every show... I want to know, has how has the Lord surprised you lately?
1: You know that is a great question and something I actually pray for myself and for others often. God surprise me and surprise other people with your goodness. Um, well, I'd, I'd say one of the things that that excites me and, and you know our model that I'll, I'll just this is from a ministry standpoint. You know what we we not only flood the area with media that proclaims that when life hurts, Jesus cares, but we invite people into conversation. And one of the most exciting things for me has been the growth in that. So last August, we were averaging 97 conversations a day with people who had questions about Jesus. This August, we averaged 267. And the last week, we've been over 360 uh, the last couple days. And so I've been surprised at, at how hungry people are uh, to To know that there's a God in heaven who loves them, and to figure out what that means to them
0: that's pretty exciting when you when you realize how effective the campaign is you're introducing the fact that Jesus cares to these people who maybe've never ever stepped into the foot of a inside of a church you're you're introducing Christ that hey when life hurts Jesus cares i mean it's so powerful and to go those to take those numbers from 90 last august to 360 you, was that phone calls a day or are that's, text conversations a day
1: yes that's a day every day
0: wow that so, is fantastic well well i'm i'm writing that all down so the next time we talk so i've got it in my notes to see how much it's grown from there but that's an amazing number so why don't we just step back for a minute and introduce Tampa Bay and what your plan is, and what the Jesus Cares campaign, this media blitz, is all about?
1: Yeah, well, the model is uh, really four or five-fold. It starts with media interruption. The reason we do media interruption is because invitation doesn't work as well as it used to. People are so busy and have so many excuses about why they won't step into a church or why they won't come to an outreach or an event, but they're still very loyal to their media. So When we come into an area, what we do is we just flood the TV, radio, billboards, we uh, flood social media, we flood these avenues with the messages that Jesus cares, and then we invite them into a conversation with somebody who understands, where 24 hours a day we have volunteers, kingdom-hearted people that are just looking for opportunity to share hope with people, to share Jesus with people. They're waiting to have those conversations Those people, we then bring them to a place of commitment, and then we hand them off to a local church. And so the model has been working in different cities across the nation, uh, in L.A., in Dallas, in Denver, and uh, in in St. Louis. And now um, camp is on the radar, and we believe we'll be launching there in January.
0: I mean, it, when you, I love the words media interruption because we are addicted to our media. I mean, there's media yep. on, you know, almost twenty four seven in our lives. And you know, even some of us, even if we get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, we check our emails or we check our check our text messages. It's gotten ridiculous, right? Uh, but but it is you're trying to grab people, and we're not talking about advertising. We're, you're talking about putting these Jesus cares commercials in places that. I mean I mean what are some of the TV channels that you guys like to bombard with these commercials Yeah
1: well our demographic is really the millennial we're we're going after those youth and young adults that are not walking into churches they're running away from the church so when we buy we're looking at the TV stations that they watch so we we're, we're going after uh sci-fi and FX and Comedy Central and MTV and Adult Swim um BET uh so many other stations are are on the radar, and when we hit the radio stations, we're looking for the hip-hop and the uh, the alternative rock stations that millennials are listening to. But really there is a science to media negotiation where you go in and each market's going to have a little bit different play. But those are the foundational stations that we're on in most markets.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, as we have asked and prayed, we you know, Tampa Bay is one of those spots that is in our country that is in desperate need of a revival, desperate need of a reintroduction of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's a pretty dark place. Those of us that live here understand that. There's many dark places across the country, I understand. But it is a place that desperately needs to hear the truth. And yet we know the numbers that less than 20% of our population actually attend church on a semi-regular basis. So they're not going to hear about Jesus in church. So where are they going to hear about it? And That's what we're talking about today with Sean Dunn. Sean, as you look at what you plan to do, why don't we just give people perspective on where you have taken a Jesus Cares campaign to other parts of the country and explain what's going on? Because you're in different stages in different parts of the country, right?
1: Yeah, we are. Uh, we've done campaigns this year in St. Louis and L.A., Dallas and Denver. And we're getting ready to launch in five cities, Tampa being one of them here in the next couple of months. Uh, yeah, it's, it's been amazing. I mean, the, the scriptural mandate is to, you know, go into all the world and preach the good news. The scriptural mandate is, in 1 Timothy, it says, until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of Scripture to preaching and to teaching. You know, the, the spiritual principle is, Jesus said, when I'm lifted up, I'll draw all men to myself. And I realize that that is uh, taken out of context. Because what I'm talking about is Jesus was saying, when I go to the cross, I'll, I'll, I'll provide a way so that I can draw all men to myself. But I still believe that taken literally, it's very true, that when we lift Him up in culture, when we proclaim that He is good, that He is kind, that He is loving, that He is merciful, that He is, you know, everything that we need, He draws people to Himself. And so that's the first part of what we've been called to do. I believe as believers and definitely in my life as an evangelist. So what we've done is we've gone into these areas and we've just flooded the media. So in LA, we, uh, we what we did is we went and the, the media buy was when something like this, two thousand four hundred TV commercials every week. Uh, it was on thirteen uh, cable stations and four traditional TV stations. We were on five of the top ten radio stations. We had billboards on Sunset Strip and Hollywood Boulevard. We were uh, doing animated banner ads on different. Uh, outlets like TMZ and Chai. People were going to those places, and not they weren't looking for spiritual things, but they were seeing this message that said, Jesus loves you, you want to talk about it. And they were logging in, and then we, we blitzed social media. And uh, the response is great and actually very encouraging that for the year—now, uh, Jim, I just want to share a couple numbers with you that, that for every four—I'm sorry, for every $3.76 that came in, A thousand people saw or heard a commercial. And that's with every one of our costs rolled in, meaning all of our salaries, all of our infrastructure, all of our softwares and the media buys. For every 376, a thousand people saw a commercial. For every 1139, we had a one-on-one conversation with somebody about Jesus where they reached out to us and said, Hey, I need to talk. And for every 152.64, somebody gave their life to Christ. And uh, so, you know, I know some people say, well, you can't put a dollar figure on a soul. And you're right. We can't. But it is nice to know that there's an efficiency there that that we are able to uh, try and measure and try and continue to get better at. We know that we can't measure everything that we do, but we're doing the best job to measure everything we can. Uh, and so, but there's, so uh, that's kind of where we are.
0: Okay, that's cool. I want to just take you back for a minute because people listening are going, wait a minute, but we don't live in L.A. You know, this is not near as a corrupt place as L.A. That's what they're thinking. (laughs) Even though I'm not sure I agree, but, you know, okay, whatever. So L.A. is lost, but so is Tampa Bay. So what about the numbers in Denver? Because Denver's more of a city like Tampa, except for, of course, the water, but they got the mountains, but they're a pretty progressive city. They're a city that has, uh, I mean, it's, Heck, you know, marijuana is legal in Colorado, so they can do whatever they want. Yeah. So how was the campaign received in in a place like St. Louis or Denver? Dallas, again, people are going to like, well, that's the Bible Belt. I expect it to be pretty cool in Dallas. But Denver, St. Louis, what was it like?
1: You know, I, I will be honest with you. you you're you're saying L.A. is much more corrupt. But the, the reality is that there's some statistics out of Tampa that are kind of shocking to me that you're probably aware of that, Tampa area is the number two uh, most unchurched metropolitan area in the U.S. The number number one is number one is San Francisco, and number three is Las Vegas. And so more people go to church in Vegas and in L.A. than go to church as far as. Uh, per capita in in Tampa. So there's definitely a need. But, I mean, the reality...
0: That's just weird. You, you you're just one of these guys. you like George Barna. Hey, let me give you another statistic. Oh, I got another one. I get another- <laughs> okay, got another one. Okay, slow down for just a second. Because what you just said there was a staggering number. And I think yep. you threw that out when we were on together this July. But let's let's just step back at think Okay, so as they rank... Cities on people actually going to church, whether a church is impacting them or not, that's not how you rank it, but you're ranking it on people actually attending church. That's what the right. statistics are. Okay, yes, sir. and the number one unchurched city in the country is San Francisco. People are yes. going, Well, that makes sense. But number uh-huh. two, Tampa Bay? And yep. That's a staggering number. Yeah, I've, I've actually talked to several pastors
1: in Tampa. And they said, you know, that that kind of catches us off guard. But you know, those are the stats that uh, that are, are promoted by some of the national uh, poll takers and that are that are pretty respected. So, well,
0: I, I don't, do, I, I, don't I don't know it. why
1: uh, why that is. I don't have a an answer to the to the reasoning. But according to the numbers, yeah, you're you're number two, which is kind of
0: interesting. So there is a desperate need in Tampa Bay, and of course cities around the country there's a desperate need in tampa bay for the gospel of jesus christ for people to hear the truth that jesus actually loves them that jesus exists and that jesus cares
1: right and
0: if if they're not coming to us
1: we have to go to them right and so that's why our model works and it works for multiple reasons number one is faith comes by hearing according to Scripture. So, you know, Jim, you just said that I'm always throwing out statistics. I hope that I'm more of a Scripture guy than a statistic guy, but, you know, maybe I blend the two together. But faith comes by hearing. So every time that somebody drives past a billboard that says, when life hurts, Jesus cares. Every time somebody sees a TV commercial, here's a radio commercial that just says, Jesus cares about you. It's a win for us because it's chipping away at that posture that they have that says, I don't need God, and he, he doesn't think about me. So, I mean, that's, that's part of the win right there. Another part of the win is we know that there's people in our life that want to ask questions, that want to tell you about their pain, that want to talk to you about what's going on in their heart. But they're not going to walk up to you or walk into a church and say, hey, I'm not perfect. I'm struggling. But they'll get online with nobody looking over their shoulder, with somebody that that they don't even know, but for some odd reason they trust, and they say, hey, uh, I've got a few questions here, and they'll start you know, pouring it out, whether it's the young lady who logged in the other day. She said, she said, I'm I'm hurting. She said, I feel like I'm invisible. I don't think anybody cares about me. And one of our volunteer coaches responded and said, hey, let me ask you a question. What do you think Jesus sees when he looks at you? And she said, I think he's forgotten about me. Mm. And the coach just began to say, no, 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 no. Let me tell you what he says about you. He says that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. He says that you are the crown of His creation. He says that He will never leave you. nor just began to pour this stuff into her heart. And she ended up saying, you know what? I, I mean, I need that. And she ended up giving her life to Christ. And at the end of, of praying this prayer, we were able to plug her into church. But she said, man, I feel so good. I don't remember feeling so loved. Now, that girl is not going to go to her parents and say, I feel like you've forgotten about me. She's not going to walk into a counseling office most likely and say, hey, uh, you know what, I, I went out of my way just to tell you that I'm I'm struggling with life and I'm thinking about suicide. She's not going to walk into a church, walk up to the front, grab the pastor by the hands and say, would you take a few minutes and, and walk me through my misery? But with nobody looking over her shoulder, she'll log in if there's people there, and she'll say, hey, talk me through this because my life hurts.
0: And this is available right now on Jesuscares.com. Right now, if somebody found your website, they don't have to be in a city where the media campaign's going on. They can go on there right now, correct?
1: Yeah, yeah, we're well, we're continuing to do national campaigns as well. So your area is still getting national TV buys. Your t- your your area is still getting national social media buys. So we are having people from Florida still give their life to Christ, but what we're what we're proposing is a, an even deeper dive into that specific metropolitan area.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, if you're just tuning in right now, this is going to change our Tampa Bay but Sean said something amazing at the beginning of the last segment, and i got to repeat it. I've always had a feeling that Tampa's a little bit different. And you know, we know, if you live here, you know not a lot of people go to church. And you got an idea that, you know, I- I've heard the statistics, listen, if every church was filled to capacity, still 70% of the people in Tampa Bay wouldn't have a place to sit. But it didn't know that Tampa Bay is the number two city in the country of unchurched people people not going to church. What a staggering statistic. And no wonder that the Lord has us on the air. You and me, we're in the workplace every day. We represent Jesus every day. We've got the opportunity to bring our faith with us to work every day because we have the answers to the questions that they're asking. But we've got an engagement conversation. We need to let them know that not only does Jesus care how he cared, how much he loves him and what he did because he loves him so much, Sean. As you look at this conversation that you're planning on starting in Tampa Bay, I imagine you're going to irritate some people.
1: Uh, yeah, yes, I don't, I don't want to be tried about that. But yes, it, it, uh, I'm not Jesus, being tried about it. I just, well, I, my comment was going to be, <laughs> but uh, no, it, the thing is, is Jesus is polarizing. You either love him or you hate him, but you don't ignore him. And the reason that it is so effective and efficient to do what we do is because the name of Jesus is not proclaimed in a positive way on secular media outlets often. And so people just stop in midstream and go, what did I just hear? Are you kidding me? On MTV or, you know, right next to, uh, I, I was on a, I was in South Bend, Indiana. We were doing a campaign there and and uh, and I was listening to the morning talk show and they did this uh, program where where they were doing, they, they called it Thursday morning psychic. And they had a psychic that was in studio with them and they had people call in and, you know, ask these questions. And it was, it was really ridiculous. And right in the middle of that segment, here comes one of our commercials. Talking about Jesus, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the one who loves you perfectly. And I mean, talk about perfect placement. So it's, it's, uh, ca- catches people off guard for sure. No, hey, we're the, I, we're the, go ahead, go ahead. I, I want to say one more thing about the, the Tampa area. You know, um, one of the reasons, one of our, one of our, our, um, goals as we, we build our media is we're not going after people that are looking in the mirror and, you know, straightening their tie and saying, man, my life is perfect. We are, we're we're trying to crawl behind the mask of the person who looks in the mirror and says, man, my life hurts. Or man, I climbed the ladder and it's not as fun as I thought it would be. Or why did they leave me? And, so our, our, our media really targets people who are hurting, who are wounded, who are scarred. And a lot of times it's their crisis that opens them up to that conversation. The reason I bring that up is because when I was doing a little bit of research on the Tampa-St. Petersburg area, I ran across an article that was written in 2014, I believe, and it said that St. Petersburg, it called it the saddest city in America.
2: Hmm.
1: And I... I I don't remember why. I don't I mean I read the article so quickly, but I don't remember why, but it was talking about, you know, just the, the levels of depression, the levels of loneliness, the levels of suicide, the levels of, of addiction It was so high. They said it is the saddest city in America. And I really believe that a lot of times if we leverage I that sounds horrible, but but if we if we bring well, let's say it this way, because it's biblical, if we bring light into the heart of darkness light shines so bright and darkness can't stand a chance. Well, the problem and, is, is when we let darkness sit there and fester and control, darkness continues to spread and, and envelop more people.
0: And, and I think it could be because, I mean, when you look at St. Pete as a whole, it is one of the top 10 most friendliest to alternative lifestyles. Mm-hmm. So there is, it is a, I mean, next to, you know, it's a San Francisco, Minneapolis, uh, St. Pete kind of thing. I mean, it's it's a big deal there. Let's talk about, the, the, how this works because you need money in order to be able to do this because media is not free. Radio costs money. TV costs money and uh, uh, you know, social media costs money. I mean, you, you need money to do the billboards cost money. Everything costs money. We were at a meeting about a month ago in Tampa meeting with some business leaders, trying to get a, a jump start on raising some money for you. How much money do you need for this Jesus cares campaign to launch here in Tampa Bay?
1: Okay, so the goal for REACH is what we start with. The goal is always two-thirds of the population will hear the commercial every week for, for three months. So when we do a three-month campaign, we're talking 13 weeks, and in Tampa, what we're looking at is two million media impressions every week for three months, for 13 weeks. So to do that, our, our budget, there's $253,000 uh, to, that, that kind of to get that kind of REACH and get that kind of play. And it would look a little bit like LA with the, you know, where we had the twenty four hundred TV commercials, five top ten radio stations, billboards, social media, alternative media. So that's what we're looking at. And so far we've raised about seventy thousand of that. Before what we tend to do is once we get to forty percent raise, then we set the launch date. So we're still in the process of trying to raise that last thirty-five to forty thousand dollars in commitment. Once that comes in, then we'll set a firm launch date and really get
0: after it. So you need two hundred and fifty three thousand dollars, and everybody listening today can get involved in this, right? You don't have to be a big company to to donate money. They can be individuals can donate to the campaign, correct?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Now, I mean, it's d- every everything from you know every amount helps, uh, and with our with our reach, uh, you know, I mean, if if you were in a position to to give a hundred dollars, you're basically saying twenty thousand people are going to see your commercial because of your one gift of $100. So, uh, so yeah, and, and then on up, of course, to to those who are, are kind of seeding it with a little bit larger gifts. But everybody doing what the Lord calls them to do, nobody doing what God hasn't called them to do, and, and we will obviously reach this goal.
0: So how do they make a donation right now to this campaign? If
1: somebody's interested right now in doing this, you can go to JesusCares.com. You can make a donation and in, in the drag-down button. There is something there for Tampa.
0: Okay, so they can specifically target Tampa in their donation. Yes, they can. On JesusCares.com. Okay. Yep. So, And I just want to make sure that everybody knows what we're talking about. Today we're talking with Sean Dunn from JesusCares.com. This is a media blitz that's going to impact Tampa Bay sometime after the beginning of the year. With a media blitz on TV commercials, radio commercials, billboards, social media, all targeting people, let them know when life hurts Jesus Cares. Go to JesusCares.com and connect with somebody, have a conversation. And you've and, and so as part of this campaign, Sean, you've got to have people available 24 hours a day to have instant messaging, text kind of conversations.
1: Yes. Yeah, we're, we're the first organization that's a 24-hour-a-day tool all run by volunteers all over the world. So our, our typical volunteer gives us two to four hours a week on their schedule from their own home. Where after they're trained, they log in and all of a sudden their computer's ringing at them and somebody's saying, does Jesus really care about me? And uh, we give you every tool that you're going to need. It's not on the phone. It's all text and instant message. But you, uh, we're, we're looking for people to join this massive international team to meet this massive number. I, I did share early on about our traffic, where we have grown from 97 to where we're averaging 360-some chats a day, and uh, we need we need kingdom-minded, compassionate, evangelistic, I love God and I love people uh, to join this team because it, it breaks my heart when somebody's pounding at the door saying, tell me about Jesus, and we just don't have the capacity to take another chat.
0: All right, so we got people listening that are part of the I retire for him nation. And we haven't really formally set that up, but I've got some people that know exactly what I'm talking about. You're in that second phase of life. Maybe you're already officially quote-unquote retired from your job that you worked you know, up until 65 or 70, but you're looking for purpose. You're looking for some way to plug into the kingdom. And but maybe you are not able to you can't walk or maybe you're you you can't drive. You're at home uh, and, and or maybe you're just like I my church doesn't need me. This is a place you can plug in. This is a place that you can plug in and connect with people. You just need to be in front of a computer to have a conversation. Sean, how do people sign up? How do you filter people through to sign up and to become those online chatters?
1: Well, we, we do do serious training uh, because atheists have been talking about infiltrating our systems for years. So we take it very seriously. So it starts with an application. You can find all of that information at JesusCares.com. Under the Get Involved, there's a Become a Coach. And if you go there, it will give you frequently asked questions. It will show you a couple of videos. You can ask, you know, what does this look like to ensure good fit for you.
0: We're having a fast-moving conversation today, as always, on I Work For Him. Today, we're featuring JesusCares.com. We've got Sean Dunn, president of JesusCares.com, on, and we also have Tim Paskert from Mark 829. He's on the line. Tim, you're the one that told me all about Sean Dunn and the Jesus Cares uh, mass media blitz. Why are you so passionate about it?
2: Well, thank you, uh, Jennifer, for letting me come on. Uh, I, I've spent a career in a general market uh, media, and uh, there are a lot of believers working in the general market industry of of, uh, of what we would consider media. Uh, that would be the ABCs, the NBCs, the CBSs of the world. And, and he, Sean is just right on as far as he knows that the young people, the millennials that we're targeting, he knows where they are. And and they're not in, they're not listening to this this radio station. They're not in our churches, they're not going to what we would call Christian media. And and what Sean is doing is he's doing exactly what Jesus showed us to do. He's going to where they are. And and his strategy allows us literally to enter their homes, to enter their private places, and reach them with a message for Christ that rings true to where they are. And uh, I cannot help but stand up and applaud, Sean. It's right, it's, it's powerful, and it saves lives every day. And uh, I hope you hear my, my passion for this project. Um, uh, it's just so right what Christ would do.
0: So, Sean, as you hear what Tim says, uh, you know I know you guys are friends, and you didn't pay him to say all those really nice things. But it is it is not, true. Not yet. Wait, well, wait, but I'm wait, gonna start. wait a minute. There's not a check. There's not a check. There's no That's money. <laughs> yeah, it's we're on Christian. Mail, we're mail. on Christian radio, boys. Listen, there's no, <laughs> no money here. Hey, but it is it is so true, Sean, that that you that the Lord has put on your heart an amazing vision for reaching the masses in a place where only the masses can be reached. Right. You know, when did the Lord lay this on your heart? I mean, where did this come from?
1: Well, uh, you know, it was with the wrestling session with the Lord where I was, uh, God was kind of convicting me about my model of ministry, which was invitation. And even though I was having success in the eyes of the world and the church, as far as numbers go, I realized that the 150,000 people that I had reached with my model that year was a drop in the bucket to the millions that desperately needed to hear the message. And I realized the model, at least for me, was broken because I realized God was not calling me to invite somewhere where they could say I'm interested or I'm not interested in hearing about the message. I wanted to make them, and I know that sounds aggressive, but I wanted to put them in a place where they had to hear the message about the God in heaven who loves them. And so it was really wrestling with the Lord and then, then uh, transitioning two things, and, and one of them makes a whole lot of sense and one of them doesn't. One is a statistic, and it just said 97%, this is in 2002, 97% of students listen to the radio at least five times a week. And I thought, I can't get 97% to come to me. Why don't we go where they are?
0: Right. And then the
1: second thing that really kind of spoke to me, I know this kind of sounds a little strange, but I started to look at what pornographers, predators, publicists, politicians, what they were doing to influence our culture. And I thought, they're using these same tools. Why don't we use the tool but improve the message? And so that's kind of where it all came from.
0: Now, Tim, you've got a background in media. You've produced a movie that's a, a made-for-TV movie called The Glass Window, and it's played on on national television a couple of times around the country, On uh, right before Easter a couple of times. What kind of success have you seen? You're reaching into the mass market, too, trying to get people that aren't necessarily going to church. How have you seen it be effective getting into these places where pre-Christians are hanging out, but they don't even know they're pre-Christians yet?
2: Uh I just give you two real life examples. Uh, I got a text from one man who saw the movie and somehow he got my phone number. Still don't know how he pulled that one off. And got a text saying I I walked in Jewish watched the glass window and realized he was my messiah. Oh, wow. And wow. That person's not going to walk into a church. He's not listening to his radio station. But God knows where he is, and that's why what Sean is doing is so powerful. You're reaching people that are starving and don't even know they're hungry. And what Sean understands is when you go fishing in a pagan sea, you got to bring the right bait. And his creative, the creative they use is the right bait because it just hits these people. It hits these beautiful, beautiful lost people right where they live, the message rings true, and they want to know, who is this Jesus? And in, there is nothing that is more powerful than to reach a person where they're at. And that's what Jesus showed us at the well, with the woman at the well. And that's what Sean is doing Every time they put a billboard up, every time they run a radio commercial, every time they do a television commercial, that's what they're doing. They're going to that woman at the well, and they're saying, come here. Christ loves you. Come here.
0: And when you reach people, Sean, at the end of their rope, the way Tim just describes that, and people, when they get to the end of the rope, they, they can see God going, wait a minute, I... He's been holding out his rope all along. I, how did I miss that, Tim? Yeah. I know that you're really busy, and I really appreciate you calling. It. I can we can let you go and let you have something more you want to say, because I know that you're really busy and you were squeezing us in today. Do you have any? Do you have a question for Sean, Tim? Before you go,
2: no, but I do have a request. If right. you are a if you are a person that can financially support this ministry please get involved. Please, please try to reach Sean. He's very easy to find. In fact, I know they'll give out the contact information. But this, this, you will never invest money wiser or better if you want to reach the lost than helping this ministry. And, uh, and Jim, thank you for letting me jump on. Sean, God bless you, and I'll catch you next, Thanks, Tim.
0: the next time you're in Tampa. All right, thanks, Tim Pasker. I appreciate on, it. Yeah. Take care. Bye-bye. That, that's Tim Pasker with Mark 829. Yeah, and you can support the JesusCares.com media blitz here in Tampa Bay. Just go to JesusCares.com, and there's a donate. Is it a donate pull-down? Drop down. I don't have my computer up in front of me. Donate yes, and it Donate is. here, and then you can pick on pick Tampa Bay and then donate right there. Hey, Sean, I'd like to play one of the spots, and then we okay. can talk about it. Would that be okay? Sure, absolutely. All right. hey, Ace, you ready? Go ahead and play it. I was the most beautiful girl he had ever met. I made all his dreams become real.
1: I gave. He took. And then he walked away. As if nothing ever happened.
0: People leave. Jesus never will.
1: Chat with someone who understands at JesusCares.com.
0: You know, and how many of those people listening, Sean, have had one night stands where they walk away? That's exactly the feelings that they're having.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And we we hear it every day. I mean, our our chat lines blow up with people
1: who are saying, man, the people that should have protected me hurt me. I don't think anybody really cares. I don't think anybody really loves me. And what an honor it is to tell them that's not true. I know you feel that way. But God is with you. He is for you, and He can change your life, give you foundation. I mean, it is—it's a beautiful thing. I mean, if you would have told me 20 years ago that that we would have the opportunity, to literally, this year so far, our commercials have been seen or heard by 152 million people. Uh, if you would have told me that MTV, the the station that helps shape that helped shape a, a generation, my generation. If you would have told me that they would sell me TV time to talk about Jesus, if you would have told me that, you know, the everything that's wrong in our media and I could you and I could name several shows, vampire diaries, Kardashians, if you would have told me that I could put T V state shows that just talk about the fact that God loves you and has a plan for your life right next to those listeners, I, I would have thought you were crazy because it didn't seem reasonable. But, uh, but God's opening those doors, and we're stepping through them, and it is so exciting because the, the lives are being transformed. And, uh, and so, I mean, I could tell you thousands of stories of individuals who have given their life to Christ this year so far, and, uh, and, and they're, they're changed forever.
0: Why don't you tell us one of those stories? I know you always have in your pocket a couple of the testimonies the stories that you've heard from, from your chatters, because people listening, understand, people log on to JesusCares.com and they start a chat session with somebody from around the world to answer their questions about Jesus and to, to find yeah. out what's really, to be able to share their heart. What's one of those stories? we got about a minute. What's one of those stories, Sean?
1: Yeah, you know, I just read this one today. Um, it was either yesterday or the day before a young man by the name of Robert logged in. And he started his chat by saying, I feel a bit lost. I want to talk to someone. I feel like the world is a cosmic accident. I have no purpose, and there is no justice in the world. And um, our coach did a great job of just listening and responding and and, and said, you know, I, I get that. And he kept saying things like, you know, uh, I just don't have faith. I don't have faith. And, and she said, but you're here. Something brought you to this Christian site. You're here. And he said, I wish I could believe that there was a God. I wish that I could just flip the switch and have faith. And the coach just said, you know what I want you to do for just a second? She said, I just want you to quiet your hearts. And I want you kind of just to allow yourself without the chaos to ask yourself, is God real? And what does he think about me? And he comes back, and I remember what he he said. He said, "Man, you're pretty good at this," <laughs> because he came back and said, "You know what? I do know that God is real, and I do need a relationship with Him." So I ended up praying to receive Christ. And he said, "You know what? I do feel lighter. I feel better. I feel like, you know, it's 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 not perfect, but life is making a little more sense now that I now that I at least have this place where I can move forward from." So, I mean, hundreds of those every day.
0: And these chats are being there are people on the other end of the line. Describe some of the people that are participating in doing that chat conversation.
1: Yeah, everything from uh, you know moms who are now their life has changed because they're they they, they don't they're not in the workplace. they can't really serve in ministry because they're strapped at home with kids. They put their kids down for a nap. they log in and they start helping people to grandparents who say, I want to help my kids and my grandkids and I don't know how. But you know what? I, I, I could encourage. And so they go through the training, and, and pretty soon people that remind them very much of their kids and their grandkids are logging in, talking to them, and uh, it's helping them find fulfillment in, in ministering to that generation. Uh, pastors, former pastors, I, I have a pastor the other day that just posted something on Instagram where he said, it's my lunch break, and I'm leading somebody to Christ in the Philippines on the chat line. So, I mean, it's you name it. It's, it just starts with the kingdom heart. I love Jesus. I love people. I'm looking for opportunities to minister. They live in a virtual world. Let's go fishing in the virtual world.
0: Jesuscares.com. How do people make a donation towards the Tampa Bay campaign?
1: If you go to, to Jesuscares.com, you can uh, pull down the, the donate button, and, and if you click there, it'll give you the opportunity to, to donate specifically to uh, the Tampa area. And you know, the, one of the things that I would I would rehearse or I would reemphasize is there is I, I made that statement: your kids and your grandkids. A lot of the people who get excited about uh, about what we're doing and want to be involved from a financial perspective are people who say, number one, I believe in evangelism. I believe that Jesus said, "Go." I believe that Jesus said, take the message. I believe that Jesus said, bring light into darkness. And and they get that our model does exactly that. But it's also, there's that group that says, I love my kids and my grandkids, and I don't have a clue how to reach them with the gospel. Hmm. Because it's a different generation. Those people are seeing, hey, this is an opportunity for me to influence them and their friends uh, in an ongoing way where every day they're going to be confronted with the fact that God loves and has a plan for their life.
0: That's right. Sean Dunn with JesusCares.com. Thanks so much for being on I Work For Him. I look for an update as we get closer to that campaign, okay? You bet. Thank you so much, Jim. All right. Hey, as we come to the end of another I Work For Him radio program, would you go out to IWorkForHim.com tonight and join the I Work For Him nation? Start praying for your coworkers and employees now so that when they start seeing these commercials in January and February, they'll be ready to receive that message because you're already praying for them, and you'll be ready to come by their side. I work for Click on the I work for him nation flag. Join the nation. Start making an impact on your workplace tomorrow. You've been listening to I work for him with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower and I own my own business, but ultimately, I work for him.